Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Eric Buddy. Eric, are you ready to do this? I am ready. Excellent. Let's let's do this. Eric is the co-founder and CEO of GigaPoints. It's an organization helping people find the best credit card for them. I'm excited to have you on. Eric, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, I um, I live outside of San Francisco. Got two kids and a little puppy who's uh, hanging out with me right now. Uh, hopefully, he won't be a distraction. <laughs> um, and I'm a little bit of an entrepreneur. This is uh, we started a number of sites, um, and this has always been a passion of mine. Uh, credit cards and points. You know, I have um, I have a few million points right now. If they've, they've added up a little bit during COVID, but. Um, you know, I have a spreadsheet that tracks about 80 different credit cards I've had over my life or or the last 10 years. And we've been able to use those points and miles and all those benefits to to travel the world. We've taken some amazing trips to, you know, Asia and Europe and and able to do that in a little bit of style. So that's part of what what kind of started me down this path. And I just realized that, um, you know, there are solutions out there for people. It's a, it's a hard problem for them to solve. But it was something that I, I thought we could come up with some some cool and interesting ways to help people more, earn more. From their their spending. Nice. I think that that's I think that is cool right there. So you obviously have 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 been i don't know if passionate is is the right <laughs> term for this it, how 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 do you describe your your uh commitment to credit cards and points yeah i mean i'm i'm sort of a credit card geek um and i guess at the heart of it to me i'm i'm still a little bit cheap in some ways and <laughs> and i I've, I've always liked to kind of work the the system or really try to try to get the most and sometimes you know personally i'm willing to take a little extra time to to save some money here or there you know whether it's you know finding coupon codes or or even some of the other things that you can you do to save money but um your know, credit cards are one of those where it's just it's just sitting there. Um, credit card companies give away about twenty five billion dollars a year in rewards, and um, and just essentially for the consumer perspective, just for for using their their cards, um, and there can be a huge difference between having the right card, um, and so that's kind of what I've you know it it started off as a hobby. Um, and, you know, there's a number of sites out there that focus on this topic. And I thought we could bring kind of a, a different perspective to it. Fair enough. So before I ask you about that different perspective, is the puppy's name Buddy? <laughs> the puppy's name is, is Augie, which is actually a little bit close. Um, my, my son came up with that as a, a short version of Awesome Doggy. Okay. So, nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think that that will 100% work right there. Eric and I were talking before we got on the show here. I'm like, how do I pronounce your last name? He says, buddy, just, just like friend. So we were going to do 60 seconds on on, 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 on what it was like to, uh, and, and today, have a last name that, that, that sounds like buddy. So go ahead, Eric. Yeah. 
well, if you're yeah, if you're really bored, look on YouTube for the the commercials for a doll called My Buddy. Ah. Uh, you know, there's a little sing along song. You know, which sure. I will just definitely spare you at, at this. My buddy this, and me. See, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah man. Actually, yeah. My but buddy. Yeah, when you're when you're eight, nine, ten, um, you know, I have a lot of people serenading me. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, good enough. Well, fair enough. All right. So, so, so there are <clears throat> these these other sites that are out there, but but y'all thought, well, I think that we can put a different spin on this. So, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, I think the challenge is that if you decide you you know you need a new credit card, or you know you've got some I don't know United card that you had for ten years and you're not flying and. You don't really like United that much anyway. Um, you know, if, if you go looking for a card, a lot of the sites, you know, will give you information. It's just they put a lot of burden on you as a user to wade through it. Um, and so, you know, NerdWallet, the points guy, you know, there's all these niche blogs and I, and I follow a lot of them. And there, there really is some great information. But if you go to them and you, you try to read, there's a lot about about the cards and their attributes, but it's really hard to compare. And it's hard to figure out what's right for you, right? Because everyone has completely different spending patterns. Um, even if demographically there are certain things like, you know, certain younger people spend more on eating out or whatever it is. Um, it, it all depends on, on your particular situation. And then there's even like these weird subtleties between cards from the same bank, you know, Chase, has two Chase Sapphire cards, you know, mm-hmm. one that's more expensive than the other. And, you know, is it worthwhile? And kind of what I realized is that there there is an algorithmic solution to these things that if you could actually essentially run the numbers on the cards, you could figure out the best card for you. And I have a, a sort of financial analytics background, um, you know, coming out of college, I did some some economic and financial consulting and in, in what's called litigation consulting, which again would be another really boring podcast. <laughs> um, but a lot of it involved crunching numbers in, in different ways. Um, and with the amount of data that that's available these days, um, it occurred to me that you could figure it out. And so I, I started by building an Excel model, a very complicated Excel model that would essentially analyze my own spending. And even as someone that optimizes my spend, I could I could see some patterns emerging. Um, and so we went out and built a, a full prototype and have, have sort of been developing and evolving the product since then. Um, but what we're able to do is, is through some third-party tools, securely connect to your existing spending, analyze it, and then essentially calculate an exact amount of money you would earn from different cards. And whether that's your own cards, we can kind of do a, a checkup on how much you made from your different cards. And maybe a high annual fee card is a good deal for you because you you realize enough in those extra benefits. Or maybe you're not earning your annual fee on that card or whatever it is. Um, and then compare it to the universe of other cards as well. And say, you know, look, if you were to switch cards, you could save $2,348, for example. Um, and just the, the way the model works, we're able to, to figure out some um, both big picture and also some little picture things that otherwise would, would be really easy to get lost. Got it. Well, everything you just said certainly does make sense. Um, you know, it, do you, hmm, it's, it's, 
I, I see it being really hard because it is, you know, you're trying to compare apples to apples, but it's not necessarily that way just because it's hard to compare the companies and they probably do some of that on purpose. I'm, 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 I'm sure. <laughs> That's right. Um, and there's probably a lot of reasons for that. And who knows a couple of years from now, it, it just maybe people maybe will have more information, but, <clears throat> um, so everything you just said certainly does make sense to me. Um, just from sort of a uh, really pulling back, how many different kinds of credit cards are there? Do you break them down into certain categories? There's probably credit cards out there and or types that I have no idea really exist. Yeah, and and um, that's right. There's something I think like four thousand different types, four thousand different credit cards, wow. different credit cards on offer, and a lot of them are small. We track about two hundred. 200 kind of major credit cards. Um, and that doesn't even include things like store cards, like Nordstrom cards or whatever. Um, you know, in the, first of all, it's, it's worth pointing out that we are focused on rewards and what you can earn from a card. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing is that you pay off your credit card every month, right? And that you're not carrying major credit card debt. So we are focused on, on the, the, the set of people that, um, that are not carrying a lot of interest, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you are, the most important thing is, is look for a lower rate card and get your debt paid off. Um, and so you wanna do that because anything you earn in rewards is just gonna get lost compared to the interest that you'll be paying. And so that's sort of the first kind of assumption that we have a little bit. Um, you know, we have some tools that'll help you find a low, um, or an intro APR card, like if you want to switch things, but really just philosophically, you should be focused on rate before anything else, if that's an issue for you. But beyond that, you know, in, when you start getting into rewards, they kind of break down into either points or cashback. And when I say points, that may be miles, it may be hotel points, it may be transferable points. So the, the big banks like American Express and Chase have programs where you can transfer points to lots of different places. Um, but it's really, do you want to just get straight cash back and get your money back? Or do you want points, which can sometimes be a little bit more lucrative, right? Because if you, if you can use your chase points wisely, they can, they can end up being worth more than the cash back, but it's just a little bit more effort. So that's sort of one of the, the bigger decision points there. Yeah, I think that that certainly does make sense. Um, when, when, when you look at, um, my, my wife and I were just talking about uh, this fairly recently about why would people really want to have a specific airline um, credit card that would just give them points on that airline with so much uncertainty or just that it, it, it seems restrictive. Um, do you have thoughts on that? <laughs> it's funny you mention it. That is one of my hot buttons. Um, if you have an airline card, um, you have to think seriously about about why and you should probably look for a new card is is the short version. And the thing is, the airline cards are so popular and there are so many people that, you know, if you walk through O'Hare Airport, you're going to see past three or four people or at least in the olden days, um, pitching credit cards and flight attendants pitch them because they get bonuses and so forth. And so it's it's a really common entry in. Um, but you're right in general, like even for the United card, for example, there are there are a number of Chase cards. So Chase has their ultimate rewards points and, and those points travel transfer immediately to United, right? But so they essentially are kind of like earning United miles, 
but you also have the benefit of you can transfer them to Southwest or Hyatt or lots of, they have, you know, almost a dozen or more transfer programs that, that you can use. So you get all those benefits. And in fact, you actually earn more points <laughs> more quickly using some of the Chase cards than you would on a United card, even if you spend that money on United, right? So the United card, the base one will give you two points for every dollar you spend on United. Well, the Chase Sapphire Reserve will give you three, <laughs> right? Wow. Um, and the real reason you might choose to have an, an airline card is either you you fly a lot on an airline that doesn't have a transfer partner. So the big airlines, so Delta has, has Amex as a transfer partner and uh, United has Chase. American doesn't really have a great direct transfer partner right now. Um, and so that might be one reason. The other is that, you know, maybe you fly, you get benefits from the card that that uh, the free check bags matter to you or that you're slightly one tier up from the bottom. Sure. Um, and there are some other cards that um, that give you perks like lounge access or something like that. And so those can be acceptable reasons to own the card, to have the card in your wallet. But you know, you, you're probably better off putting your spending somewhere else. And so that's, this is a, a sort of credit card, um, graduate level technique, but there are some cards that you have, um, for the perks and they're worth it just for the perks, but you don't actually put your spending on them, right? There are other cards that you put your spending on. So, you know, some cards are, are sort of like, you know, you know, special club privilege cards, kind of, but that doesn't mean that you should use them for your day-to-day -day spending. Got it. No, well, fair enough. <clears throat> Other hot buttons, Eric, that that really, really bother you. That really bother me. <laughs> um, well, what I guess <laughs> this is just a funny little personal thing, but. Uh, there's a lot of perks for grocery stores as well, interestingly. And we've actually seen during the pandemic, some of these cards that that had had bonus points for traveling, they've come up with with temporary ones for groceries as well, because they, they know people aren't getting on a plane right now. So anyway, I um, you know, when I'm in line at the grocery store, I'm sort of silently judging the person in front of me. <laughs> sure. And I know it's awful. I feel bad. <laughs> I've. I thought about actually printing up business cards yeah. with my name. And like, if I see them use a bad card, I kind of want to hand them a business card and say, you know, just send me an email and I'll, <laughs> I'll help you. Um, and, and it, yeah, I'm, I'm a bad person. I know. Um, <laughs> but so grocery is one of those categories where there's a, there's a few cards even that will give you uh, four points for every dollar you spend in groceries, um, which which also when you think of the value of the points, the points are usually worth a little bit more than than a penny each, which basically means one percent. But you know we value Amex points at at a decent rate, so your grocery spend you should be kind of earning six to seven percent off your groceries if you're using the right card um and there are some cards that have no annual fee now i i understand not everyone wants to to be optimizing these things and i know this is my inner geek uh just obsessing over stuff but even just at a base level if you're if you're using a debit card um again there are reasons that you do that for credit but um 
and you know for for managing your spending but i just want to see people earn as much as they can and and uh the grocery store is one place where you get to see people take out their credit card or or their payment methods a, a lot so yeah appreciate that all right so um I, I can't think of too many reasons why people wouldn't do this how much does it cost to 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 use gigapoints yeah our our service is free um <laughs> uh we've we recently launched i mean and look most of the things there's a lot of things in the financial world that that are 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 free or or the costs are really paid by the um the banks on the back end and so um right now we actually don't even have any affiliate models or anything we we don't get paid for anything so but our our goal because it's it's kind of driven by the data is is really to provide the information to users regardless um and then let them figure out what's what's the right card for them um but you know, right? There's there's no fee, and there there kind of never will be um, for for the core service. Nice. And how much time would it take me to to from soup to nuts get to your site and then have a a suggestion on the best card for me? Yeah, I mean, probably about five minutes um, all in. So you know, you need to to create an account and a password, and then the 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 next big step we do is is I mentioned that we securely connect to your existing cards and that's how we we do the analysis and we understand that's a leap of faith for some people mm-hmm. um, you know everything is is end to end encrypted and we follow the strictest privacy pol- privacy policies we don't sell your data to anybody um, but you do need to connect to your existing credit card and whether that's we use a third party tool called Plaid which is kind of what powers Venmo and um, I mean American Express uses it themselves. It's it's kind of the the de facto standard um, in the consumer financial world, and um, you essentially log in via Plaid to those accounts. And we never see your username. We never see your password. We don't have access um, to any of that stuff. But it you know it takes a second, and you need to. You know, if there's a two-factor authorization on your account, which there should be, um, it takes a second to get that text code and confirm. But essentially, once you're connected, the algorithm does its work in about 30 seconds, um, depending on on how much data you have and and um, and how quickly we can pull it all down. Um, and then once you have it, you can you know you can add different accounts if you have multiple credit cards um, with different banks. Um, it'll pull all of that in and that's one of the nice things it'll it'll combine all your spending from different sources um, and the algorithm runs pretty quickly um, and then we'll give you some summaries we will show kind of how your spending is distributed because a lot of the stuff is is broken down by spending category um, there's bonuses for groceries or or dining or whatever um, then we'll assess your existing cards we can kind of figure out you know we know what their annual fee is um, how many points or whatever it is you've earned what's the value of all those points um, and we can sort of show you how you're doing on that card and then we'll show you all the world of cards available to you and how much you would earn for those and then it's really easy to filter it down if you're like look i just want cash back you press a button you can do that if you want to go deeper like oh i really um 
I really want to stick with Capital One or something or Chase or whatever it is. You can filter out by those sorts of things and 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 dig down to your heart's content. Um, but everything as, ends up with a with a number, a value number of how much you would earn um, with that card. So it makes it really easy to compare across them. I love it. Very cool. Well, Eric, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? If you can, use a credit card for everything, right? Because you can be earning points. Um, you can be earning miles, whatever it is. Um, don't use a debit card if you can help it. and uh, But also make sure you pay off your credit card debt. So there you go. Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Eric, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Give us the website. It's just gigapoints.com. It's G-I-G-A and the word points. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Eric your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to gigapoints.com. That's G-I-G-A points.com. And find out if you are optimizing your credit card life. Thank you again, Eric. All right. Thank you, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.